Greetings. This is Yasha Ben Israel, aka Terry Whitfield, for the Terry Whitfield Yasha Ben Israel podcast show. Back at you one more again, talking about the things that people don't want you to know and the things that people don't like to talk about. Today, I'm with you again with Brother Jonathan Taylor. We had such a good build and good dialogue yesterday. I invited him back on to the show with me. And I think that my listening audience will begin to hear a lot more from Brother Jonathan Taylor. All right. And today, Jonathan Taylor, I introduce to you all as my honorary co-host for this show. Okay. And today, we want to talk about masculine and feminine male and female nature. What it is to be a man and what it is to be a woman. You understand? And what made me come to this idea is that when I did research and look at the statistics, over 70% of African Americans are born to dysfunctional families. And what that means is that that's roughly around 70% of families born inside of a household that don't have a father in it. And what that means is that the females have had to take on the masculine position to suffice for the absence of a dominant male in the household. And the male was reduced to less than the man. And this practice and this concept has been going on throughout the African-American community for so long that today's woman don't know how to be a woman and today's man don't know how to be a man. Being myself born in a single household where no man was in the house where the mama had to be both the mama and the man. My teachings early rearing stemmed from my mother. And it took me up until a certain age in manhood where I had to learn how to walk and talk and think like a man. Because my mother, my mother could not teach me how to do these things. You understand? My mother could not teach me how to be a man. She can give me good advice. But she can't teach me how to be something that she was not. Many, many African-American males that are full grown because they were raised by their mothers only know how to look at life through a female lens. It took me till I was damn near 40 years old to learn how to see life through the lens and the eyes and the body and spirit and soul of a man. And I feel the need to talk about this because many of my African-American brothers don't know what 
manhood is. You was not born a man. Manhood is something that we must grow into. And manhood is passed down from man to man. Never from woman to man. And I believe that this is the crux of the problem amongst African Americans because if we just happen to be the descendants of the children of Israel, which means he that will rule as God, the Prince of El, then we rule with power. And there has been a great disconnection between the black man and his power. And the only way that he can get his power is to walk in the power of a man. I had to put the Israelite teaching just on pause for a second. Simply because it just don't make sense to teach a man to be an Israelite without this man understanding that he was first a man. That he was first Adam first. We got to start back from the Genesis. Let's go back to man and womanhood. Take the mic, Jonathan Taylor, my brother. It got to start from the beginning, the roots of where it all started from. Here's what we're saying now. Men, you need to look in the mirror and ask yourself, am I playing my role that I'm supposed to play? And the woman, because we're not going to leave you out here. Are you playing your role? The problem with our people is you caught up in the world too damn much. Preach. You believe in the world and what the world say. You follow the doctrines of this world. And not worry about what's really important. You got to step up to the plate. The men first, then the woman. That's right. Preach, preach. You got to step up to the plate. Huh? Here's my question. Here's my thing. You're a man, if you don't really like this woman, meaning you want to take her on as your wife, then don't lay with her. Don't sleep with her. Amen. Because once you do that, that's your wife until your behind die. Amen. Feel? Amen. And any woman that lay with a man, that's your man until you die. Boy, you better preach. The, you better preach, preacher. The, and that's the irresponsibility of men and women walking the earth today. And when we say men and women are walking the earth today, that's all nations. All nations have that in them. But it's just that our people are more put in the media as a laughing stock and a minstrel show. And I ask our people this question, black people, African-American, whichever you want to call yourself, until you come to the realization of who you truly are, I'll call you that because that's what you understand. What's more important to you? The blueprint of what God has given you or said to you to do, follow, or what this world will tell you to do? Preach. The world is here not to uplift you. This world that we're living in is here to keep you down and destroy you. Break you in half, break you in half, break you in pieces. Preach. They have used the men of this world, 
the rulers of the world. We ain't gonna call no names because everybody on this platform that's listening should know who I'm talking about. The destroyer of the black race. You know who it is. Preach. It first was you. Preach. You destroyed yourself. Hallelujah. Preach. Are we talking about who has broken the chains of our people, meaning turned them around and turned them against their God, stolen their heritage, stolen their holy name, stolen their land, stolen their purpose on this earth? You know, you know, Jonathan, uh, when I read the text, when I read the text, I've read where Christ himself had said in order to come into the house, in order to break into the house, to dominate the house, to take over the house, you must first bind the strong man. You must first bind the strong man. And I am telling you systematically, we as African Americans has been bound first with chains. Yokes of iron. Preach. There's a song that Otis Redding made called Otis Redding. A lot of y'all might not even know who he is. I know you know who he is. Yes. Preach. Chain and bound. Just like he said, your your mind is in chains. You bound by this world, but are you bound by God? Check this out, man. If the black man on this earth, America scattered throughout the four corners of earth. If you return back to your God and stop believing in all the bullshit of the world, I'm going to just call it as I see. Preach. Bullshit of this world. Preach. The world as we know wouldn't be here not another single day. You holding back progress because of your ignorance. You better preach, Doc. Preach, preach, preach. You understand? Check this out. When you look at, if you look at the Lord in heaven, sitting on the throne. Everything that's going on in his domain is in order. Now, what's up? What's going on in your domain? His cause. No order at all. No structure, man. Check this out, man. If you're a man and got a child, you're a woman. You're a man and wife. And you got children. It's your job to teach them, rear them to be a man and a woman coming up. When I came up that was taught to us. This brother here, that was taught to us. That's right. This generation is spoiled, man. That's right. All, these, all this generation knows what's standing before them. They don't know, what's, they don't know what was behind them. They yes. only know what's standing there. But what was behind you? What was in the past? What was back in the day? You dig? Preach. I come in a generation where we had to open up a book and read it. Preach. We didn't have the internet and Google about Whoever we needed to learn about their history or whatever. Yeah, we, had to go we read books on. We had to learn how to read and write, and we had to learn how to write sometimes in two and three and four different ways and styles. Mm-hmm. You, you understand what I'm saying? Okay. A, 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 a lost art, and all, and and an art that has been reduced to nothingness. <clears throat> what this does. It dumbs the society down. Your, your mind is supposed to increase in wisdom and in knowledge, not decrease in it. 
And what the computer age has done was cause us to decrease in that knowledge and wisdom. We don't even know how to really, really talk to each other anymore. We do it all by computer and web. Have you ever seen kids text each other, texting each other on the phone and they standing right next to each other and they can't talk? That's crazy. I've seen, you, you, have you seen this? I've seen it. The first time I seen it was in a movie. I think it was one of them Damon Wayans movies where these guys, when the first, everybody first started getting access to cell phones, and there were two guys standing right next to each other, always used to be talking to each other. That was the first time I saw it. And then I saw that act mimicked in real life. It's real. Because, check this out, man. When you a generation that come from a time, check this out. This generation is weak because this society, this, this generation is weak in spirit. Weak, period, in mind, because the time they living in is weak. We living in a time where it was said to be said, tell it like it is, and you had to take it. This generation here, everything is sheltered, where you can't say nothing no more. You might hurt his feelings. Preach. What about your feelings, man? We in the, let's check this out, man. I come from a time where if you was a man and you was like so-called, I'm going to just be nice about it, sweet. Sugary. Sweet is another word for gay, homosexual. The way you act now, they call that a racial crime. But back in the day, if you was a damn homosexual, get your you get your ass kicked. Hey, yes, I remember. Hey, I remember a time where, where we was little kids. If you saw a homosexual man in the hood, I remember little kids chasing this one homosexual out of the hood, throwing chestnuts at him. You know, a lot of chestnuts grow around Detroit. A lot of trees. You know what I'm saying? And then you kids throwing rocks, chestnuts. You know, pine cones. I mean, ch- a running gang of kids chasing the homosexual out of the community, bro. And check this out. Here's a generation. These are here's kids. A, here's, here's a check this out. Here's a people. We are people. Let's deal with. Let's deal with the facts. In our structure of heritage or our history, our story. Let's deal with it. Let's call it what it is. Not his story. I ain't. I don't give a damn about. His story, I give a damn about my story. Here. Let's deal with some facts. Our ancestors, our culture, didn't produce that. We don't come from a homosexual culture. Let's be real with we don't. Not th- not but, this uh, not this uh a dispensation of black people. No, but I'm talking the about Israelite blacks. Back. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying if we go on back to our, our ancestors a, a thousand years ago. Yeah. thousand years ago. Yeah. That wasn't in our DNA, man. I think I seen some old homo stuff on the hieroglyphics, you know, and I may have interpreted yeah, it wrong. But, uh, I, I may uh, have, but but, but I have heard that, that, that Kemet had some of that stuff going yeah, on there. Yeah, we, we check this out. We check this out. You made a point. Good point there. We black people in America ain't Egyptian. Yeah, the Israelite blacks. Black people in America, we are the descendants of the biblical Israelites. That's right. You better preach, Doc. Okay? And I'm going to say this, too. Let's deal with the facts. Is the Messiah, did he walk around 
telling Peter, I love you. Not the type of love we talk about brotherly love, but the other kind of love. The unforbidden truth. The unforbidden love. Did he tell Peter like yo, Peter, man? I preach in the you know the gospel the very I really love you, man. You know what I'm saying? He didn't say that, man. He wasn't teaching that. But the Romans that the agape, that the agape love. Yeah, the Roman Empire under Julius Caesar, Augustus Caesar, Nero Caesar, Caliglia, Claudius, whoever. That's their lifestyle. That was their life. If you, anybody listen, go watch a movie called Caliglia. It's a real movie. Me back in the 1970s, 1979, it came out. I seen the movie when I was like 14 years old. Yeah, I that, that's one of those one of those movies that's based off a true story. Yeah, but here's the thing: in the movie, it showed them. They showed exactly what was going on during the Roman Empire during that time. And Caligula was a monster. Yeah, and he he, he was a killer, but he was a homosexual. Yeah, he was okay. a monster. Okay. All well, the way around. If you look at that movie, they show them worshiping penises, vaginas and stuff, statues of this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Do you but know, do you, yeah. do you remember the Maypole? Maypole. The Maypole, it was this pole that they used to use to swing off of in the olden days. Okay. And they used to have these like strings around it, and people would swing all around the maypole. And this, oh, yeah, I, I yeah this idea heard. gave idea the swinging around and riding around, you know, all it, it, it gave birth to the idea of the carousel. All okay. of that stuff, the carousel riding, jumping from horse to horse, going round around this circle, okay. which is supposed to be the phallus, the right. pole, the maypole, all of that stuff. Signify sexual deviancy, what the Israelites will call sexual deviancy. And sexual deviancy is the one thing, that, one of the most major things that has caused us to be in hindsight of evil you understand what i'm saying you know this a sexual deviancy has destroyed every society on the planet check this out yo remember the only way you used to could get access to pornographic material was magazines yeah or movies right? yeah yeah you know you know i'm talking about before video yeah. Before video came out in the eighties, people went to movies, movie theaters, porno yeah. theater, movie theaters to see pornographic stuff. Yeah. All people had pornographic uh, books like Playboy, Hustler, and Penthouse, and blah blah blah. All of them. Yeah. But here's the thing: the access you can get access to porn on the internet. Just Google certain websites like. Hub and blah 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 blah. You can see all the dirty, all the dirty deeds, man. Yes, you can. Dudes, man. Yes, you can. It's too damn. It's, it's giving. It's giving you the mind to run to evil, bro. Yeah. And I'm being real with this shit because 
the temptation factor is as strong as it's ever been. Now, when we talk about manhood, okay, mm-hmm. and we talk about manhood, we're talking about power and strength. Right. And one of the greatest, contrary to what men know, one of the greatest displays of power and strength is not to be taken, like the scriptures say, don't be taken by a woman's beauty. Oops. You know, one of the greatest aspects of strength is to think with the big head and not the dickhead. You, so you understand what I'm saying? How many times the little head done got a nigga in trouble? Yeah, I, and, and, and that's because he fell weak. He fell weak to the vag, and well, how many, and, and how falling many? weak and falling weak to the vag can cause man to fall weak to woman like Adam fell weak to Eve. The problem with falling weak to Eve is that. Female nature, once you fall, you got positive and negative energy, male, masculine, and feminine, uh, aggressive and passive, okay? And, 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 and the, po- the problem with uh, the masculine falling towards the passive is that now he's going to be led astray. Because the commandment, the commandment and the power in the word, which was the power, the instruction, was given to a man. You know, and that man has to stand on that power. I don't care how many women take their drawers off in front of you. I'm not telling you not to desire a woman. I'm telling you to not be governed and controlled by a woman and her vagina. Don't be led by by, and taken by a woman's beauty. This is what I'm saying. That is one of the most powerful displays of manhood. Making it rain and throwing money up in the air, that's weak. But here's the thing, yo, America is scared of a masculine man. You better preach, Doc. America's scared of a masculine man, okay? Throwing all your money up in the air is simping at at, 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 at 1,000%. They're scared. Check this out. Who we call men, and we say men of all cultures, right? Yeah. If a man can't lay it down, meaning lay it down in the structure mindset of what a man's supposed to be, you ain't no man at all. And if you're scared of a masculine man, then you got female tendencies in your man. Man, you better preach, Doc. You feel what I'm saying? You you got the female spirit of a of a woman, dude. Intimidation oh, and and word up because we ain't calling no names, but me and you to speak in here know who's afraid of a masculine man. I know who it, I know who afraid of it, and you know who afraid of it. And oh, yeah. whoever might be listening, some of them might. See what the problem is, and African American males has been emasculated. And has been deeply in at, right has been deeply entrenched for a very very long time in a systematic system establishment of African American emasculation. I told my young nephew today that one something that if you don't ever understand nothing else from me, there's two things that they do not want you to be, 
And it's all in one phrase. It's called a black man. Being a strong, dominant, confident, strong, mentally, physically, and spiritually black man is something that America does not want to deal with. And let's be simple. Let's be real with something. The whole world was taken over by feminists. You better preach, Doc. Hear what I'm talking about. Uh-oh. We ain't talking Uh-oh. about the feminism of women. We talking about the feminism of men. Yeah, we, yes. Yeah, we, 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 we ain't talk about feminism. We talk about feminist. But who we talk? We know who we talking about, even though we ain't saying who it is. Yeah. We know who it is. Okay. We know who it is, man. And uh, and check this out. If a man is scared of another man, be check this out. Being a man just not being a man ain't just looking like a man. Being a man is acting like a man. Thinking like a man, walking like a man, talking like a man. That's a man. Yes, and the man just and the man and the man does man not seek with all the other characteristics. Do you have? And he does not seek the validation of a woman. He does not seek the validation of another man. A man does what he has to do, and that's just what it is. He don't he don't do. See, I, I have to say that because as a young man raised by a woman. I sought validation for manhood outside of myself. You understand what I'm saying? I went to college because everybody said that's what a man should do. I, I took care of, I got a job because that's, people told me that's what a man is. A man is this. A man is that. And everything that a female lenses has taught me what a man was, I sought after that. Hear me out. I sought after that. And when I got the, when I went and bought my house, when I went and bought my beans, when I went and got a job, when I went to college, when I produced records, when I got married, I didn't get praised and honored and validated for none of that stuff. You understand what I'm saying? The thing that I'm trying to say is, is that I remember times, man, getting out, going to work, and I, my whole purpose was to do it to take care of my family. See, the problem with that goes, you should do that to, for yourself as a man. Everything you should do should be for yourself as, as the strengthening and the power of your manhood. Because if you don't do it for yourself and get it for yourself, you ain't got it to give to nobody else. Correct. You understand? You see? My, thought, my thoughts of what a man is, is first responsibility number one uh, and someone that don't make no damn excuses if you know you got children your ass is supposed to take care of your child or children you understand don't lay with no woman and then she tell you she gonna bring forth your child to this earth and your, and your ass gonna be ready to run that's not what a real man do it's receptive responsibility, bro. That's what a lot of niggas don't want to do. Yeah. Now, a lot now, of niggas want to run, man. But wanna we got to But in that breath, now we got to get on the sister. We got to get on the sister too. A lot of them make it hard for. A lot of them make it hard for they they they, they baby daddies to be in their lives. Right now, the problem with a lot of y'all is you don't know how to pick 
what a man's supposed to be. A lot uh -oh. of y'all don't know. Uh -oh. If you living, if you living in the ghetto state of mind, not just living in the ghetto, the mind you living in is ghetto. You gonna pick ghetto folks. Uh oh. Not men that's of an intellectual mindset. Not men that's of an spiritual mindset. You gonna pick the niggas that's around you, and most of the niggas around you don't got no morals. If you ain't check this out. If you ain't got no morals, the man you roll with ain't gonna got no morals. Or the woman you roll with ain't gonna have no morals. You better preach. Dig you, what I'm saying? You better preach. If you a real woman, a real woman of, of substance, of character, you gonna pick a man with substance and character. A lot of our women don't know how to pick a man of substance and character. And that's why you end up with these low-life-ass niggas. You know, I, uh, one Christian writer once wrote something like, if I can remember it, he said something to the effect like, a, a woman's heart should be so entrenched into the uh, into God that a man have to chase should should have to chase after God to get her. I think that sounds good, but the problem and, and that is good, but the problem with that is today's woman. Is not heart is not interest in God, and a man and the man and the man who seeks God is invisible to her today. Check this out. Who's more worldly, the woman or the man? Eve, Eve and her descendants. That's why. In her, in her kind, her daughters. You know why it is? Because here's the reason why. The Lord Himself, Father and Son, you better himself, preach. gave you a position to be the mother and the wife. And He gave the man you a position the to be the man. Of a nation. That's right. And this society here has given you positions of power that the Lord Himself would never have given you. You better preach, Doc. You hear what I'm saying, too? Out of order. And that's the reason why you more worldly because you contributing to a world that's destroying your man and you ain't looking in the mirror and say, why the hell I'm doing this? Oh, uh, you better preach, Doc. You sounding yeah, like Malcolm X, Doc. You better preach. Okay? This world don't look at you as a threat. You're not a threat to the world. I'm a threat to the world. He's a threat to the world. You better Any preach. black man, that's over. A substance of, of a mindset that ain't other world is a threat. And you women here, majority of you women ain't a threat to the world because you love the world more than the goddamn man love the world. Amen. Because let's go back to the Garden of Eden. Eden. Let's go back to that. Let's go. Why did the devil go to you first? And not to Adam first. You better preach. And, 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 because he know you was the weaker vessel. He came to you because he knew damn well you he knew damn well you ain't on the level of what a man is supposed to be. You ain't on the level of a man. Hey, look and, at this. Look at this. Look at this. Adam, the man, walked and talked with God. He heard right. From God, Adam, Eve yep. walked and talked with Satan. So, when men pedestalize women, put women up on pedestals, like Adam did Eve, 
that is wrong because you can be led by the same energy that she was led by. She was not, she, she did not walk and talk with Yahweh Elohim. She walked and talked with Hanukkah. But here's the thing. Where did we, where did, check this out. We, the Lord said, the flock of my pasture in the Bible of men. So men are chosen on this earth. The Lord chose us to do his will. Not you. You was chosen to play the part of our wives and bear our children. Hey, the queen, the, the queen of the family, the queen of the house. That's, well, check this out. That's an honorable job. Honorable. But a lot of you don't think it's honorable. Here's the thing. Let's go. Let's go into the text of how things began here in America. You got the feminist movement, which started in the '60s. They used a whore named Gloria Steinem, who was an FBI agent. Uh oh. To go in the black community and preach to the black woman, black mothers, black women back in them days. You better preach. Feminism. Preach. What the hell is feminism got you black women? Preach. Husbandless. Husbandless. Miserable. You got a lot of white miserable. Lonely, depressed. Let's name a feminist right now. She's famous. Oprah Winfrey. Does she got a man? She got a husband? Lonely, rich. She ain't got no damn husband. She got a nigga called Steph, who I heard from the grapevine was a little sweet under the collar. Uh oh. Okay. But here's the thing. Hey, hey I have heard that he didn't want her like that. All right. But here's the thing. Feminism worked for the white woman because she is the creator of this feminist movement. Shit, not you. Okay. If you black woman, check this out. You black women supposed to be an example to them. Yeah, it was something. It was something that they created to keep the white man in check because because of eminent domain, he was so fucking arrogant, you know, that he felt unstoppable. So they had to come up with aspects of the government to put him in check. That's it. And the white woman did that because he was running over her. He was running out to the slave bars, banging on the slaves and getting them pregnant and coming up with the, he the only white man around and coming up with these white little light-skinned babies coming from. Sneaking and tipping. She had to get them, she had to get him in control. He was doing what he wanted to do. But check this out. He's And dogging her in the process. Yeah, but here's the thing. All the shit that they did back in the day with us was all corrupt any goddamn. Wait, but here's the thing. But we it's wasn't going through that stuff though. Uh, we was we was up. right in the midst of the of the civil rights the movement. Our woman was in the midst of the civil rights movement when they came up Look with up. this bull crap. Up. But here's my message to the white man is if you a man then you should have put your goddamn woman in check from the goddamn beginning, nigga. If you was a man. See you let you check this out. That's how we know on a biblical scale, when we look at men in the Bible, when I look at any man of the Bible, any man in the Bible, I don't give a damn what name you name, Moses. You can name Moses, Joshua. They could have never been no men like you so-called white men. Meaning, basically, you make movies in Hollywood about the biblical, biblical patriarchs as you. These men were not soft. 
These were alpha male, alpha beta men, right? Alpha males, that's men right. They would put their foot in your ass if you came to them, came to them with some bullshit, okay? Here's my, here's, my, here's my quote to you, bro. Here's my quote to you, man. If you was a man, you would have never let your goddamn woman run all over your punk ass. But see, you did that shit, and then you inspired to come to our woman and throw her up on a pedestal. And then she started kicking dirt in our goddamn face. Right? That's right. That's right. They, he used he used feminism to hook our women to control us. That's right. Because he he was direct. He was he scared to deal. He was scared to deal with us directly. So he you That's he right. hooked he and bait feminism up. and used that as a tool for our women to uh, uh, put us in check. And and, and at some points even the shit in our face. That's it. But here's the thing, my message right here, man. Black women that's listening right now, we got to ask the question. For you, or the man here. If God got a plan for you, black women, is you going to be down with that or you going to be down with this? Black man, you got God got a plan for you. You going to be down with this or you going to be down with that? Which one you going to choose, because whether you want to see it or not, as we speaking right now, America slipping into oblivion. The world that we know it, a world that we once know, we still see it. And we still thinking they in the power zone. A lot of our people look at this world here and say, this world will never fall. Because you ain't got no faith, man. And they ain't got no insight. That's right. They ain't got no insight because you have to be super duper blind not to see within the last, since uh, 2019 that America has crumbled down. It's done. Yo, kid, I'm going to say this too. And I'm going to let you get your point in. How you know America is fallen? Babylon, the greatest fallen, is fallen, became the habitation of devils. And what is devils? Devil means of an evil mind. Because if you take that D off that word devil, what you got? D plus evil equals devil. Devils mean the minds of evil people. Okay? Let's deal with something. And it comes from the Greek word diabolos to back my brother up. which Which means the diabolical one. Check this out. A human being. One more, one more. Notice when Christ... Uh, 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 told Peter, he looked Peter there in his face and said, Satan, get behind me. Didn't he do that? He looked at the devil, Peter, because Peter was coming with a diabolical act. He was was coming to cut the Roman centurion's ear off, (laughs) you know, because they was coming. He was coming to stop. Peter was trying to stop the prophecies. Which, which was, which is a satanic act. You can't stop the prophecies of God. Even if, even if it entitled Christ to get taken off and killed and slaughtered. Listen, what was written was written for a full time for our learning. Have our people learned anything? But here's the thing, for you to learn something, you got to have the people to teach you, and who you call leaders, they did a damn bad job. I'm going to name a couple. Martin Luther King did a bad job, man. He, he 
And he well, said, he said he felt like he led his people into a, a burning, a, 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 a burning fire, well, that, burning building, man. That's right. And he know damn well he did it. And did he make it? He gone. Yeah. Malcolm X the same damn thing. Here's my thing, man. If you got a true image of what a leader is supposed to be, he's supposed to lead you in a position, in a, in a path that no one else can lead you to. Meaning he's supposed to lead you to the truth. Yes. The truth. Yeah, Malcolm knew Malcolm felt that he betrayed the people when he felt when he felt that the nation of Islam betrayed him and that and came to the understanding that that was a false teacher. He had teaching, he had to understand that he was teaching the people false information. And this is the reason why he changed that and went to another form of Islam. A, a form of Islam that he felt was closer to true Islam. If he would have kept going, he'd end up uh, coming in, into the truth. Now, Israelites from Detroit, Elder Neely, Elder Johanna Neely, those branch of Israelites, after, the word have come down to me that Elder Neely talked to Malcolm X right here in Detroit. And the elders from the Assembly of Yah when Malcolm X was living here in Detroit. When he was the How minister. Uh, he was born here. He was born. He was born. I mean, he 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 was born and raised here as a kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, Lansing and Detroit, over here on the oh, east. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah they showed that in um that movie. Yeah, that was his name, Detroit Red. He had his whole life here. And, and, and okay. He was back and forth from Detroit and uh New York. Yeah. So that's it. So when he joined, yeah, when he joined the Nation of Islam, uh, uh, Elijah Muhammad set him up first. Uh, 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 uh. He learned about he, he learned about Islam in prison. Right, right. And when he became a minister, he was a minister of the Detroit Temple Number One because the Nation of Islam started here in Detroit. You know that's what people got to understand. You know what I'm saying? Malcolm was was a Detroiter. You know, and the Detroit Israelites got to Malcolm, and Malcolm really, Malcolm just didn't want to hear that kind of talk, man. Many preachers, uh, 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 one of my Israelite brothers told me they went to Bishop David L. Ellis, big time pastor in Detroit, powerful man. And he told him, did you know that we were the children of Israel? Bishop David Ellis said, yeah, I know it. He said, well, why you ain't teaching and preaching? He said, because there ain't no money in that. Well, and on, guess where he's at now? Dead and gone. Yeah, that's where he at, Doc. Here's the thing. Roll back what you just said. You just said that the man, somebody came up to this cat and said, do you know we the children? This nigga said, yeah. Okay, then. He said, there ain't no money in it. Nigga, what's more important? Our people learning the truth? Or making some damn money in this kingdom that's going to all go up in flames. That's to show you that a lot of who you, the scriptures tell you, man, the leaders that you niggeros choose have caused your ass to error. I'm not quoting it right. But that's what it is. These niggas is worried about money instead of the word of the Lord being taught the way it's supposed to be taught. That's they right. worried about some goddamn money. 
That's right. And the money you gonna spend today, nigga, that ain't guaranteed your black ass gonna spend it tomorrow because it ain't guaranteed you gonna be here tomorrow. That's right. So look what happens to this post. Now, I heard from a lady, uh, Sister Lillian R. Hubbleston. If she was living, she would probably be about 120 years old today. I met When I met her, she was in her late 80s. Oh, she was old then. And she ran with the Church of God and Christ movement, Bishop Charles uh, Mason. Knew him personally. So much she named her son after him. She ran with him. And she said that Bishop Mason used to teach that the African-Americans were the children of Israel. And they would not, they prided in being an all-black Christian organization with no ties to European diocese and, and, and chain of ascension. And then he and then he also banned white people from preaching from his church. He said that right around the time Bishop Mason died, or was so old to where he was about to die, because he lived to be like 90-something years old. And he died actually right here in Detroit. He said that uh, this is the leader of the Church of God in Christ, Pentecostal Church, an organization that has influenced black people all around the world. Okay. He said that when he died, she said that white Pentecostals like Oral Roberts start setting up colleges and universities and start giving those black Pentecostals degrees in European divinity, you know, and stuff like that. And that's how that teaching that we was the children of Israel got lost from the Pentecostal church. Ain't that something? It's something. But here's another thing to it. To show you how phony a lot of our people are. You claim that you a child of God, but yet you choose the world, the worldly things, man. And check this out. All these niggas who choose this world, right? Yeah. And all the worldly things. This ain't your damn world. Yeah. You ain't got a world yet. Yeah. You just a damn puppet on a string. And the world puts his hand in and moves it in the direction that they want it to go. But all of that and is... You niggas fall for All that. of that is weakness. If you were standing on strong manhood principles... Just as a man, Satan couldn't have crept in like that. That whole house was bound because they came and they they waited till the strong man died. They waited till the strong man was bounded up, you know, and then came in there and shook up the house. Look, look what all what, what happened to all our people that sold me sold to the devil. Look what happened to them. Me and you right now, we grew up on Michael Jackson. We seen Michael Jackson when Michael Jackson was a pure nigga. Looked like a nigga. We seen him go through each, a phase to whiteness in each yeah, album. Yeah, no doubt. But I'm going to say it like this. When Michael came up, white people liked him. They didn't love him. It was a difference. They liked him. They didn't love him. All of this shit that you saw when Michael became white looking and whitey throwing themselves and Michael you inspired me you wasn't crackers wasn't saying shit about Michael but his black manhood was under attack since the beginning no doubt 
They wasn't saying, Michael, check this out. Be real with this. One more. Who made Michael Jackson what Michael Jackson was before Thriller? Because you got to go back before Thriller. You got to go back before Off the Wall. We got about, 10, mi- about, we got about 10 minutes and we got to shut yeah, it out. We got to go back. We're going back to when they first started. We talking about even before they got signed by Motown. Who was going to their shows in Indiana or wherever they were playing in Chicago? They used to play in Chicago, Detroit, all of shit. And they come to the Apollo here in New York. This is before they became the Jackson 5, before they signed with Motown. Who yeah, was they, supporting them? Yeah, they were working hard. Them? Black folks. And see, the problem with it is, I'm going to get to my point. Problem is, when a nigga get money, he forget who his black ass is. Uh-oh. And that's where the nigga choose the world. And the world always going to swallow your ass up. Prince chose the world, he dead, gone. I chose the world, dead and gone. James Brown chose the world, dead and gone. See, but what happened, these guys do to Martin Luther King, they get in, they get to the end mm-hmm. of their career and get mature in Satanism. and, and, and you, Yeah, and, and they be wanting to, they be wanting out. And, when and, and when they show, when they start showing that they want out, then that devil put their ass to rest. Check this out. When Michael made this video. Because now they becoming a threat. He afraid that they going to break the oath. When Michael made the video, remember the video, remember the time? Mm-hmm. And he showed black people as Egypt, mm-hmm. Egypt, Egypt and shit. Mm-hmm. So we'll check this out. Who was Michael Jackson playing in that video? He was playing Moses. Wow. You better teach Even though the nigga cats. looked all screwed up, but who, that's who the nigga was playing. So are you telling me if Michael Jackson didn't know that black people was Israelites? Because he, why he knew it. He knew it. He used, he was, when he was trying to get out, he started running with Louis Farrakhan. Remember that? Yeah. He knew it. Yeah, man. Farrakhan, Farrakhan, Farrakhan teach that we the children of Israel. Yeah, know that. But check this out. At the end, it's too damn late. Then when you make that deal with the devil, the damage you is done. Contract until you die, and that's what Michael Jackson had to do. He had to die. He died. Prince died. All of that. The damage is done. The damage is done, man. My thing is telling our people in general, man. If the devil come to you as a man, tell that nigga get out my face. I'm telling you, black women, same thing. The devil come to you, tell that nigga get out my face, man. You don't want to get to the point with God that the damage is done. I mean, when, it's like an egg, you know. And when you, if you drop an egg, the damage is done. There's nothing you can do to put that egg. There's nothing from the yolk to the. It's just done. The damage is done. Now you can say you can get another egg, but that egg, the damage is done. It's done. There ain't no way to repair There ain't no way to repair it. And here's my question to it is. Black people, y'all are da- we damaged goods, man. Do y'all understand that? The damage is if done. We damaged goods, man. If you could go back, if you could go back to a store and put a refund in for us as a people, there ain't no way you can do that, man. <laughs> the refund is like us starting all over, man. Ain't no starting over. We can't start all over. What we have to do. The only thing we can do, and I'm going to let you get in. The only thing we can do 
is we try to renew our spirit, man, in the truth. In truth. Yes. And, and as far That's as we it. go, we're damaged goods. The best thing oh, that we can do is teach the youth where we effed up at. That's it. You know, it's like it's like we we like that generation, man. And and we are we're propelling the Israelite movement forward. But we're like that generation fresh out of the wilderness who couldn't make it over. So we gotta teach our children the truth. But they got to be willing to listen. Yes. That's the problem where the problem lies, and then we're gonna shut it down. Problem lies is this. We come from a generation where we listen. This generation here don't listen. And I'm going to say this too. This generation here living now will never see what I have seen. Never see what he has seen. And you don't know what we know. Because you didn't see what we saw. So you can never know what we know. We ain't talking about looking up an event on the internet. The event that you might have looked up. We I was there. Yeah, we was there. We were there. So that's a big difference of looking it up about something and living the something that you live, that you looked up. We, I can look up something that happened in 1980, and I can remember back in 1980 because I was alive. I was there. I was there. You understand? So what we saying is, you're telling the women, telling the men, you got to choose your sex. Your sex is who you are. You got to choose to be a male or choose to be a female. You got to walk in a male mind or a female mind. Both of you need to know your role. That's right. Dig it? Not because I'm saying it. Because God's saying it, man. We ain't putting a woman down and saying the woman is beneath us, man. But in the eyes of the Lord, we over you. And a lot of you don't want to accept that. But I'm going to say it like it is. You want to accept it whether you want to accept it or not. Because when this wicked, evil kingdom is shut down permanently, there ain't no other, other way but to follow the way of a man. And the way of that man going to be Christ. That's and we're right. going to ask the question. The world that you knew is no more. So how you going to run back to Egypt? Dig it? You dig what I'm saying? Run back to Egypt for help. And Egypt is gone. Uh-oh. What Uh-oh. you going to run to? And especially as far as you are concerned as an African-American of the Israelite extraction. That's whether you know it or not. That's it. Well, we got so to get ready to... We got to get ready so, to shut it down. So get ready so to say your point and close us out. We got about three minutes. We no, hope, we actually got four minutes exactly. Yeah. All right. We hope that you learn something. We hope that you look in the mirror and analyze yourself and try the best, your best to come out of this matrix world. Because the matrix world, this world that's in the matrix, man, is why so many of our people are falling backwards. How the hell, one more, how the hell you going to trust in a society that never showed you a drop of love? But yet you you believe in it. You trust in it. This society is going down the toilet, whether you believe it or not. The economy we know it is, 
is about to be shut down. Is you ready? This world Are is over. Are you ready? Is you prepared for it? This world, America as you know it, is through. It's through. It's over. It's over, man. But a lot of you don't think so. I'm going to say it one more. America as you have knew it all your life is over. And I'm going to say this too. A lot of, one more, and then I'm going to get off. And we get off. A lot of you don't understand the plans of the creators or the almighty. Every kingdom, one more, just some quickie, and I'm going to say, every kingdom that's been set up, or every kingdom that has been set up in this time or in the past, when that kingdom, when it was time for those kingdoms to fall, they fell. America been set up, but it's time for America to fall. And why we say that is, if in the eyes of God, this world here is evil, and when the Lord set up his kingdom, Evil will never reign again. So evil has to go. And America has to go. The wicked shall be cast into hell into and all hell. the nations that forgot about God. And that's what's coming. So we're going to shut it down. Hope some of y'all listening, learn something, and analyze yourself and try to become what you should become. Think about it. Think about it. So I'm going to say shalom, brother, and let's do it again. That being that, we're going to close out the session. My prayer is that the Most High lead, guide, and protect us as African Americans and Israelites. It's my prayer that the black man stand up in his masculinity and play his part and be a man. And it's my prayer that my sisters play their part in being a woman and staying and taking accountability for that and for those of us who have messed up the best way we could take accountability is teaching the youth not to go down the path that we follow it ain't our responsibility whether they listen or take it it is your responsibility to teach it and to tell it that being stated this is Terry Whitfield signing out for the Yasha Ben Israel Terry Whitfield podcast show. See you guys tomorrow. Shalom. Shalom. That was good.